David Mullix, CEO of Global Hall Capital Partners, and you are tuned into Your Business Matters, a podcast brought to you by Exim Bank Jamaica and hosted by Henneke Watkins Porter. Your Business Matters brings thought leaders together on thought-provoking ideas every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on your favorite podcast app. You have questions and we are giving you answers. When you speak, we listen. We listen to all your stories. About how your business was started. Including how you chose the name. The location. And every step along the journey to make it applicable to the problems you solve every day. Within these stories, we have also listened to your cries for help. The narrative surrounding limited cash flow. Extended payment terms for buyers who just can't meet your 30-day credit term this month. Next month. And the month after that. We understand trying to add value along a value chain that is dynamic and ever-changing. We are here to help. Because your stories are the reason we exist. And because we know that sometimes you need credit quickly, we have created Exim Express Receivables Financing so that your most important jobs get done. With a turnaround time of seven days and up to 75% of your receivables covered with no collateral or financials needed, you know you're in good hands. Exim Bank. By helping businesses, we save lives and livelihood. Before we get into today's discussion, I have invited Winston Lawson, business development consultant at Exim Bank Jamaica, to share about the reset initiative of Exim Bank. Welcome, Winston. Thank you very, very, very much. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Now, what is the reset program? What does reset mean? So, so the acronym is Rebuild engage and stimulate our economy together rebuild engage and stimulate, stimulate our, economy our economy together all right together we are in this we are in this together we're building back stronger together and better and i, and I like that initiative um you know of exim bank so first of all what is this program all about well it's you know exim as the national exim bank of jamaica we, we have a, an obligation, really, to ensure that the economy is doing well. That's a, that's, a, that's a fundamental obligation that we have. We want to ensure that the economy is, is doing well. And we do this by ensuring that our businesses within the economy does well. Our mandate is to lend provide financial solutions to to small and medium enterprises within the within the economy and to ensure that they have access to funds access to to fund their operations so that they can either be viable or be very competitive because they are the drivers pretty much of a buoyant economy so mm -hmm. let us start there our role is to ensure that that is happening. We are cognizant that we are in a pandemic. Um, hopefully, the worst is behind us. And so, in carrying out our mandate in the context of what has been happening as a pandemic, we recognize that there has to be a larger effort on our part to assist with recovery, to assist with a rebuilding, to assist with 
you know, as we said, the recent is stimulating back the economy to bring back some sort of vibrancy, some sort of buoyancy within the economy. So it's a, it's a program that we have put together, not us alone, let me say. It also involves the uh, JAMPRO, it also involves uh, JBDC, um, but all within the umbrella of our own ministry, which is the Ministry of Investment, Commerce, uh, Industry. Okay. Um, so the reset really is a broad program. Within that program, Exim will provide some financial solutions. Jampro provides the marketing connections for those organizations, and JBDC will provide some technical support within that umbrella program. Reset, reset as it relates to Exim providing financing. There is a particular loan that we have also put together that we have called the Reset Loan. This particular loan is made available now to those SMEs within the economy, within the productive sector of the economy, is made available to them at extremely low cost. And when I say low cost, I'm, re I'm referring to the, to the interest rate um, because that reset loan is provided directly to the SME at 4.75% in Jamaican dollars. Mm -hmm. and, and, and yes, you have heard correctly, it is 4.75% in Jamaican dollars. That rate is not available anywhere in any loan market in the entire world, right? So this was put together specifically to assist with the recovery efforts within the economy, bearing in mind what has been happening. That sounds um, fantastic. I want to know from you now, Winston, who are some of these target groups, those target categories that you are catering to for this program? So again, so... Exim's mandate is really to businesses, businesses within the economy, and its mandate is businesses within the economy that are in the productive sector, right? So it has to be in the productive sector. However, we do have flexibility where we can move along what we call the value chain. So if there are businesses that supply those businesses in the productive sector, we also can capture them as our target. Right. And finally, where can persons go to learn more about this amazing initiative by the Exim Bank as well as your partners, other partner uh, agencies? All right. Um, so our website is always there. Um, we you, you can also... Um, and the website is? At, I'm sorry. <laughs> the <laughs> website would be Exim Bank. J-A-A Correct. And I, I always give my own number, um, 876-470-9835. You can get me on WhatsApp. Um, you know, I certainly always get me on WhatsApp. That's a certainty, and I will always respond to you. All right. Thank you so much, Winston Lawson, for sharing with me today about the reset program of Exim Bank Jamaica. <laughs>
Welcome to Your Business Matters. It's a production of Exim Bank, of course, and I'm your host, Henneke Watkiss Porter. On this show, as you know, we continue to bring you thought leaders together with thought-provoking ideas and methods on business matters to help grow your business. Competition acts as the driving force in individuals or groups to perform. The same principle applies in business. When operating in a dominant industry, businesses often leverage their competitive edge in order to stand out and build brand loyalty. Competition is in our nature. From competing in sports to rival companies competing for consumers' wallet share to individuals bidding for the highest paying job, everybody desires to be the best and to earn the best. Some experts argue that competition is a waste of energy and resources that could be combined for higher yielding results against external forces. Collaboration, on the other hand, intrinsically encourages work with each other rather than against each other. It enables the use of best practices to increase efficiency and eventually revenue. But is it enough to push businesses forward? So how do we decide whether to compete or collab? Does a middle ground exist for both to coexist? On today's episode of Your Business Matters, we explore the topic, competition versus collaboration, which is better for the business. Michelle Chung, CEO of Honeybun and founder of the Honeybun Foundation, and Rosetta Bryson, founder and CEO of Simple Trader Pro, join me today. And of course, Rosetta is also a bishop. So welcome, ladies. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. All right. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to, to hear the bishop's take on um, competition, you know, because I know that's what you're, you're, you're putting forward today. So let me hear you start, uh, Rosetta. Let me hear you start with your opening argument in terms of your uh, support for competition over collaboration. Well, first, let me just thank you for allowing me to be on today and to meet uh, the great Michelle Young. Lovely to meet you, ladies. But I am, uh, my name is Rosetta Bryson. I own Simple Trader Pro. It's the number one fintech entrepreneurial company in America, the, the biggest female black owned fintech company. Um, on Wall Street. So I believe in competition. I grew up in democratic United States and I hone my skills from in business, not in terms of just collaboration. I'm not against it, but all absolutely in terms of competition, you have to know who the competition is, what they do, why they do it and what makes you stand out in the crowd. And so I'm a believer in competition. I think that it's necessary. I think that it makes you sharper, quicker, It'll make you run faster, jump jump higher, uh, run through troops, leap over walls. I believe that it is the thing that drives you to be, to be the best that there is. Most of the time, though, people think you're competing against them. But a lot of times you're competing when you're competing against your own best self-interest. You will do the best for yourself. You will... It's like playing golf. It looks like you're competing against other people, but you're competing against yourself. And so when you know what the competition is, how they do it, what they do, and you can work that to your best interest, I believe competition is necessary to get to your expected end. So that's the, that's my opening statement. 
And thank you, thank you so much, Rosetta. And Michelle, let's hear it because you're talking about collaboration. <laughs> and come, let's face it, you are in your you're a Jamaican, right? Mm -hmm. And it's in our nature, it's in our DNA as Jamaicans to be competitive. So let's talk about collaboration. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Hanika. And um, thank you for having me on the show this evening. I just want to say that we've all competed at some time or the other. I'm in business. I compete all the time. But you know what? I get my best self when I get down to collaboration. And that is it. Competition makes you faster, but collaboration makes you better. So it's a matter of your value system. What is it that you want to achieve? So I'm a, I'm a businesswoman, and yes, we compete. However, I'm, I was also the president of the Jamaica Exporters Association, and I recognized that there were many business service organizations that were competing with each other. So what are they competing with each other for? They're all doing the same thing. We're all serving the same people. So it was more important for us to collaborate in order to get the best out of all of us. So it's also very expensive when you're serving the same market and you're and you're competing because you have to pay rent, I have to pay rent, everybody has to pay rent, and at the end of the day, we serve the same customers. So I've always found that in the long run, almost what almost anything you do, even with your competitor in business, if you can have a collaborative relationship, you can win-win, and I'll tell you why. In Jamaica, we have just almost 3 million people. We cannot compete among each other. We need to collaborate against the 7.5 million in the world. That's the only way we're going to win. If we can collaborate with each other and export and get on top of what we need to achieve. All right. So, yeah, good opening arguments, ladies. But um, I want to come back to you, Michelle, because and, and I want to address the kind of a crab in a barrel mentality that we have. And we hear it all the time. And this crab, crab in a barrel mentality, I think, stems from, I would say, competition, because you always want to be um, better. You always want to, or, or, you know, you always want the best for yourself. And so what you do, you, you'll go all out, right, just to win. So tell me in that context, why is collaboration necessary? Well, when you can do it all, you're, I mean, you can compete and you, you, can, you can win. You can't. And I think you answered your own question when you called it a crab in a barrel mentality. Because if you ever look at crabs, they're all wanting to get to the top and they're all crawling over each other. But if they were to come together and make a ladder, they could get out of the barrel. So they need to collaborate to be able to achieve a greater result than if they were all competing to get out of the pot. So thanks for that example. <laughs> <laughs> Rosette, I have to pull you up because you are a bishop, as I alluded to earlier. And one would have thought that, you know, the gentle, um, the gentle Jesus, meek and mild, you know, as a bishop, you'd want to portray that and be more um, friendly as opposed to that hostile competition that we're, you know, we know of and, and know that can happen sometime. So why? Wh why? If I may, can I just backtrack for a moment? I want to yes. say that the reason that I came on the show is because I am a bishop. I've been to Jamaica many times, all the way from Mo Bay to Negril to to 
St. Elizabeth. I mean, I have I have seen all of Jamaica. I think I could drive around it myself. I love Jamaican Jamaican wow. people. I am your people. And when I think about competition, as I said, I probably don't think about it the way men think about it, right? I don't think about it in terms of let me overtake you. Let me let me push. I have to push you down to for me to get up. My competition is myself. I want to do the very best that I can for myself. I am all about collaboration, but I think there's an individual part that makes you want to get up every morning, excited, go, and that's the competition for yourself. And it doesn't exclude competition. So there, the meek and the mild and the wonderful and the bring everybody together part, I, it's, it's, it's in me. It's not, not in me. But let me just say this, ladies. We just watched the, the um, Olympic Games and I saw three... <laughs> Black sisters win that sprint competition and they were competing, not against necessarily each other, but themselves. And did you see those? I had the Jamaican flag up. So I want you to know there was some competition going on and and you all represented well. So I I think that when they when those ladies get up every day to their marching orders, we have to, we have to work out, we have to eat correctly, we have to do all of that. They're really not competing just against, you know, um, the other nations, they were competing for themselves and, 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 you know, kudos to them for doing such a, a, a great job. So I hear what you're saying. I am, I am about collaboration when it means it doesn't, again, my competition doesn't mean I have to step on you, kill you, put down your company. My my competition is against ourselves. What can we do to make ourselves number one in the industry for for men? And let me just say this again, and I know that it's going to offend people get over it. Uh, uh, theirs is to kill you, to stomp on you so that you will turn you into death so that you'll never come back again. Mine is to just make everybody. Everybody within our company better. And so if, if we're competing, uh, we know what's out there. It's not personal. Um, it is, it is, it is business. And in business, you have to know what's out there. You have to compete. You have to be the very best. You have to be the best in show, the best in industry. And so that's what we do. Let me just say this also. Um, my field is money, managing it, uh, making it. I teach people how to make it, how to be fintech wonders. So having said that, especially when it comes to competition, my competition with people usually happens when uh, what we call there's an acquisition or a merger. So I'm not trying to ruin you. I'm trying to get you to come and let my business acquire yours so that then we can collaborate. And so I think uh, in that sense, um, I do both. But again, it's not to kill anyone, to ruin them. It's to just to make our, to compete with ourselves, to make us the best that there is. All right. Thank you for that, Rosetta. So Michelle, you are the CEO of Honeybun, lovely company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange and all these wonderful Yay. things. Let's talk about that because certainly you've had to compete with other players in the market to be where you are. It's not like you're existing in a monopoly, right, where your product is concerned. There are competitors. So let's talk about that and your bottom line for your shareholders. Come on. <laughs> bottom line. Quarter over quarter, 200% increase over third quarter. Beautiful. That's, that's fantastic results, right? Con yes, congrats. Yes, and I'm sure you're yes. competing to get that. You're not existing in a marketplace by yourself. Actually, actually, I'll tell you, 
I work with my sons and very often they want to make products that are in the market existing already. And I'm usually, no, that product belongs to those small bakeries who are making their living out of it. Look how many more products there are out there. So instead of trying to compete with every small bakery, I developed something that is new. So we have cheese in our bread. We have our goldies, which is cream in the cake. And now we have a new cinnamon loaf, which is like a cinnamon swirled bread, swirled in the bread. So we try to use creativity as opposed to, I don't want to stay stepping on anybody, but we try to make a space for everybody in the market. So some people may listen to that and say, wow, I can't believe you're doing that. But it works because it drives your creative skills, which is a muscle that many of us need to strengthen. I also want to share with you that as we experience this pandemic, I wonder how many of us recognize that life is changed. Yes. Never be the same again. And I'm speaking on another conference like this one in a couple of weeks. And my topic is going to be about creativity. We're going to have to find a new way to live, new ways to do business. And I saw where Harvard wrote an article about collaboration between competitors is in fashion. Collaboration between competitors is in fashion. So, you know, when we come out of this pandemic or until we come out or even when we come out, there's going to be a very different way. And we're going to find that collaboration is going to be a lot of the answers because we're helping the next man to get up. We're helping the next man to rise. And in doing so, we're going to do better business because our competitors are not who lives here in Jamaica. We need to work and build each other in Jamaica and step up and compete with the world. <laughs> oh, so you're actually competing. So you actually believe in competition because <laughs> at some point, so you're just being very selective in terms of who you're competing with, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. And I will take Rosetta aside and say that when that happens, we can find ways to collaborate as well, but it's going to be about bringing out the best in us Jamaicans at that time. Mm-hmm. So where where does um is there a place in your mind though for healthy competition? I mean, we're not talking about with the world now. We're talking within that dominant um within your existing market marketplace. Is there a space for healthy competition over collaboration? Yes, surely there is, and I think it has to be driven by creativity again. How am I going to compete? in a way where I am different, I am new, and I'm creative. So if we can do that, that's the place for it. And it has to be data-driven. In business, you have to be able to use data to say, you know, this is what is trending up, this is what is trending down. So it's a matter of using data, but don't compete just for the sake of ego. Like that. Know, un unfortunately, a lot of times people compete for the sake of ego. They're making that, so I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna be better. Sure, you want to be better, but the way to be really good, as opposed to running faster, is becoming better. And then you 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 compete against yourself, as Rosetta said. Yes. So we both agreed on that. 
All right. I think, the, okay, go ahead, Rosetta. You want no, to no, no, no. You go right ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I think uh, when you said that, Michelle, I reminded of the African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go go with others, go together. It's an African proverb. Yeah. And I think you're, yeah, right? And, and I love that. At this point, I'm going to invite, we have, this is a first because usually I just have, um, well, actually, we have two persons, but one one has um, had to leave. So we have Glenice Leachman, who is listening, and I'm going to invite her on at this point to ask her question, state her, you know, what she does, and ask her question. Glenice, it's your time. Hi, good night, ladies. Thank you for having me, Anika. And You're welcome. What do I do? I um, manage three entities of the Port Authority of Jamaica. They call them subsidiaries. Um, one is what we call the business process outsourcing, and which is BPO. Not sure if you're familiar with that. And um, estate management, pretty much. So that's what I do currently with an IT background and HR. So that's what I do. All right. So as we continue, let's um, look at competition within the workplace, not, not competing with other companies now, but within the workplace, right? We have objectives. Um, you have sales targets to meet. Um, let's talk about that, Michelle. You know, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't employers compete in order to get the best and to give you the best and so or your shareholders can have the best? Yeah, I don't think they really compete within the workplace. I've never been in an organization when you're competing for a position. Our team works collaboratively. So, you know, if they are working towards the same objective, then it doesn't make sense for them to be competitive. It makes sense for them to, like someone wrote me the other day and they didn't know how to do a spreadsheet. And I said, you're going to have to ask one of your coworkers. So they have to work together. What you're strong in, the other person is weak in what you're weak in. Somebody else will help you with that. So I think they they have to work together, Henika. They they can't afford to compete. Mm -hmm. So do you do you have a do you have a um a top sales rep of the year of the quarter stuff like that? Um, we actually do, but right, it's, yes, it's, <laughs> yes. So they are they are competing in that sense but they are working to meet their targets because everybody has a different market. It's not the same. Some are rural, some are. So they have to meet their target, exceed their targets. So mm -hmm. how they do it will be different because they have a different market, so to speak. Some so, might be more similar than others. Right. So in terms of, you know, how do you um, encourage them? Or let me ask you, let me ask a different question. What are some of the, the ills that you have seen uh, as it relates to competition? why you are more into collaboration? Well, I think that I sort of answered it earlier. And I'll give you an example. The Honeybun Foundation was founded to bring business outsourcing organizations together because what we saw was that everybody was doing the same thing. And one of the things that we have done is we've put all the organizations that do training on one calendar somebody called it a training market where you can go and pick the training you want see the prices so yes i guess there is competition because 
one company that's offering training in corporate governance may offer a different price from another company that's in corporate governance. But both of them are on the foundation calendar. That's thehoneybondfoundation.com. So in a sense, they are competing. But guess what? They are collaborating because they have agreed to be in the same space under the foundation calendar. So, you know, people can pick the one they want. Okay, on, on a matter of technicality. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to. I want you both to answer the question now, um, in a very uh, point, pointed way. Collaboration or competition, which is better for the business? And I want you to answer the question in terms of the bottom line for your business and not just, and particularly you, Michelle, I seem to be picking on you because um, <laughs> I want to draw you out. <laughs> That's one. But two, you want me to in terms of. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just want to draw you out, right? But also in terms of just thinking from the, the level of, or, or the perspective of a shareholder, which is actually better for the business. And you are into trade, um, Rosetta, right? Um, Simple Trader Pro, which is actually better for the business? And state facts. Give me some facts now. I think, that, yeah, I, think well, that, I think collaboration drives creativity. And, and creativity, creativity is better for the business. And creativity is better for the business. I think that you need a little bit of both. You know, you have to have you have to you have to have the drive, which makes you compete against whoever's out there. But at the same time, you have to have enough uh, internal fortitude and currency um, to give back, which is always going to make you collaborate with people. You cannot leave people. I have to tell you that um, being a black woman on Wall Street that does what I do. Um, I have to be competitive. I have to be out there. I have to know who, who I'm competing against. And But when I'm inside with my people and my business, we make sure that we, and I love to hear um, uh, that you have the uh, foundation because we have one too. We're online for our SPAC and uh, Simple Trader Pro. By the end of this year, we'll have done a SPAC, which is a form of an IPO. So we'll be public. Um, very excited about that. In order for us to do that, we had to have a whole sheet about who our competitors were and why we were better. We had to do the dog and pony show through all the major banks on Wall Street, whether it was Goldman Sachs, um, whether it was, you know, uh, Cantor Fitzgerald, whoever the banks were, the underwriters were, we did all of that to make sure that we um, could compete at a certain pace in the market. Having jumped all through all those hoops, now I see that in order for us to do that, we had to we had to know all that information, but how we drive it internally is not so competitive. It is more, as Michelle Mischonga said, it's more collaborative. We make sure that we are uh, making sure that our employees know what they're supposed to do. We work as a team. We have we have you know goals that that are set and conquered team wise and individual wise. So you need a little bit of both. I've talked about competition as it pertains to you as a person. But I think that you need a little both. For me, the competition, she said it means for her creativity, and I love that. But it also means for me, drive. You have to have a reason for what you do, your purpose, your telos, your telios. Why is it that you do what you do? If you don't know your purpose uh, and you're on toss, then you then you are just, you know, walking through, sleepwalking through life. For people, 
uh, like Ms. Chong and myself, who just feel like they know what they want to do, excited about it every day, then then what looks like competition is, is, in her words, creativity. For me, it is excitement. It is joy. Because then I get to, on a more personal basis, I get to go back and share that, that collaboration with everybody else and then draw them up also. Hope that wasn't too long for you. No, that's all right. So at this point, I'm going to invite, uh, we have Winsome Column, and I'm going to invite her on to ask her question. If only I can add her on this, the stream, and I don't see where I can do that. Um, I'm not, okay, there she is. All right. Okay, there we have Winsome Column. Just say a little bit about what you do and go right ahead with your question. Hi, ladies. I'm Winston Callum. I'm the Director for Communications at, at JDS. I listened to a part of the conversation. I didn't hear everything, but for me, I, I wondered how, how do you, uh, children are taught to compete from their very little. Um, you, you know, you come first in a class and you get rewarded for that. How do you get that how do you remove that when they start working in, in business environment? It's it's already ingrained and it's part of the natural personality that would have developed. You can't get rid of that at all. So the, the, the argument that collaboration could be more um, dominant, should be more dominant, I think is a little flawed. How do you stop children from competing when they become adults? Great question. Thank you so much, Winsome. Michelle, go right ahead. That's yours. <laughs> I think that was Rosetta's question. <laughs> I think it goes back to what I said. You can you can absolutely, um, it's inherent, and I love that she said that, Winsome. It's inherent in you. It's ingrained in you to, to go out there to try to be the best. But if you personalize it versus make it, I'm against something, to beget, they're not, the two are not mutually exclusive. Just because I am... Um, competing doesn't mean that I dislike you and I think that, or or I'm trying to kill you. I think those are two different things and the people put them together. If my comp my competing to be the very best that I can be in whatever area or field that I am, um, I think that on a more personal level, if I'm looking at it like that, it's not such a bad thing. But let me just say this, when women do it, and I, I hope this doesn't offend anybody, when women do it, they're called all sorts of crazy names hyper competitive, blah, 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 the B word, the W, the witch with the B, all of those names. But when men do it, it's just simply called ambition. And I think that women need to be patted on their back for their ambition, because if you think about it on a micro level, women do business every day and do it well, because doors have not opened for them to do it on big levels, mega scales. Having, when they're put into those positions, they rule. And so now it's important that all of us that are there open the doors for other great black women behind us to do the very same thing. So um, it's just a way of looking at it. That's how I look at it. Okay, so Winsome, I just I I will attempt to answer that. I think that you're talking about how can we change it when they grow up and they need to collaborate. I think we need to develop it from their young. I don't think we need to plan on changing it because when you have a competition for example with children and one wins you you praise them but you also need to praise other people who did other things set up the race you need to be able to say you know such and such you did a good job you know you did your best you you 
got the cheerleading stuff for the group or whatever the case might be. So I think we need to spend more time recognizing others in the group so that they can see as they grow up that all the different skills are all recognized. Because then, you know, your child gets into med school and my child gets into arts. We need to find a way to make sure that we are complementing both and that Absolutely. one is better than the other. They're different. And I'm going to commend everybody for the, the work that they're doing. So we need to do more of that. And as I, as I said earlier, this world is going to be different. And I'm hoping that I'll see more of that, actually, where the education system begins to look at people as different strengths and not just this one is better than that one. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. And no, this is happening. This is a first. And we are also going to be taking a question from another listener, Glenise Leachman. I'm going to invite her on now to just share a little bit about what she does and state her question. I work with the Port Authority of Jamaica, um, managing three subsidiaries, one of which is business process outsourcing and two are real estate management. So that's what I do. Okay, um, my question is, um, in the work environment, um, what drives motivation? Is it collaboration or is it competition or it's a mix of both? Because I have an issue with um, not having my team members compete to, to, um, to achieve a goal, etc. Okay, um, I think that it's both. I think you need both. Um, I said it earlier, I think you need both. You need a little bit of inspiration. Um, you have to have a reason for why you're doing it. We're trying to do it to sell more than X, X company over here, or B company over there, not to tear them down, but just to make sure our numbers are so there's a little internal competition. In terms of collaborating, we all have to collaborate. We have to be like that full service just because you are the, you know, the greeter at the door doesn't mean as as it's already been saying that the CEO is everybody has to work together to grow the company. At the end of the year, whether it's for shareholders or individuals, um, whether you know bonus time, everybody gets a bonus if the company does well. So I think that the collaboration is that we're all doing well. We all. Um, see the benefits. When just a few people see the benefits, then it doesn't work. When everybody can see the benefit of doing well, um, then it all comes together and people enjoy what they do. So need a little bit of both. Okay. And my response, um, Glennis, is that when it comes to motivating staff, I believe that, you know, competition might motivate them, yes, particularly if it is financially rewarded. But I believe a lot in intrinsic motivation as opposed to extrinsic motivation. So if you can find ways to motivate people that the whole team wins or the whole team gets a feel good, then it's better for the team in general. If you'll notice, I try to answer every question with collaboration. That's because I am driven by collaboration and I'm driven by leadership, but today we've spoken about collaboration. So if you ask me anything, I'm gonna find a way to tell you to collaborate 
So motivate them by finding ways to um, not monetary, but find ways for the team to win by intrinsic motivation, things that make them feel good. All right. Thank you. Thank you both for the question, um, Winsome Callum and Glenice Leachman. First on this program, we've had two um, listeners um, asking their questions. And um, at this point, I'm going to ask you both Michelle Chong and Rosetta Bryson to just share with our listeners some solid takeaways, right, in terms of would they want to develop their business? Should I compete? Should I collaborate? What are the factors? Because as you both alluded to it, there are times when both, you know, both is necessary. So give us some great takeaways that we can, you know, implement in our businesses as we contemplate whether to compete or collaborate. Okay, I know my phone just said the battery was low, so I'm hoping I won't get disconnected. <laughs> Go ahead. I thought I was going to use my computer for the call. I would say to entrepreneurs, do whatever builds your creativity because the new world is going to require you to be very innovative. You're going to have to do things unlike you've done them before. You're going to have to stretch muscles that you haven't stretched before. So do whatever makes you creative to develop new ways to do things. And with all the pressure that we're faced with, we're going to have to do it together because it drives a better internal feel good that when we compete and we lose or we compete and we have to hurt anyone in doing so, we have to be working together. We're a small country. So Honeybun is honeybunja.com and the foundation is thehoneybunfoundation.com. All right. Thank you so much. And Rosetta, go right ahead and respond to um, with your takeaways as well as give your contact details. I just want to say um, to the beginning, um, thank you for having me on to Michelle Chung. Just just honored to have met you and to Denise and Winsome. I just simply say to all the entrepreneurs out there, go pursue, go get it. This is a new age. It's a new opportunity. I know that people thought it's a pandemic. I think it's an opportunity. Take it. You may not ever get an opportunity where you get to sit down for a moment and dream about what you want to do. So if you're going to dream it, dream big, go for it, pursue it. I live by the model. Life is an opportunity. Take it. You've worked for it. You've planned for it. Go get it. Just do it. And so I leave that with you. Um, we teach, we take, teach people how to change their lives. I promise people three things. I promise them I can teach them to trade anywhere in the world. I promise that I can teach you to trade and never lose your principle. And I, I promise that I can teach you to trade your way out of a mediocre life into a better, into a better life. So you can find us at simpletraderpro.com. Thank simpletraderpro.com. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rosetta. My guests today on Your Business Matters have been Michelle Chong, who is the CEO of Honeybun and the founder of the Honeybun Foundation, as well as Rosetta Bryson, Bishop Ahmed Ad, founder and CEO of Simple Trader Pro. Thank you so much both for joining me, as well as to both our um, listeners, our audience members who decided to um, both join and ask questions 
of our guest today. Thank you so very much. And I want to also thank you, our valued listener, for tuning in to another episode of Your Business Matters. Of course, this show is a production of Exim Bank Jamaica in partnership with me, Henneke Watkins-Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. You can find it on all podcast platforms as well as HennekeWatkinsPorter.com. And we really trust that this episode, you know, opened your eyes more to the elements, the aspects of business collaboration or versus competition. Where are you sitting on the fence? Are you more inclined to compete or collaborate? Which is it for you? We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Please, please send us your feedback at Exim uh, Bank or rather send us your feedback and you can visit us at eximbankja.com as well as on all social media platforms. In the meantime, please subscribe or follow or podcast on your favorite podcast app, Your Business Matters, bringing the matters to the table because your business matters. And as you continue, as I like to say, to mind your own business, I leave with a quote from Steve Jobs. Great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people. Do take care.